Welcome, 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 and welcome to the adventure of an entrepreneur, the podcast that dives deep into the world of entrepreneurship. We're going to be hearing the stories from entrepreneurs from all over the world in different industries. They're going to be sharing with us the stories of how they faced setbacks, walked through fire, climbed mountains to reach success. I'm your host, Sri Mahabir. We're going to be hearing a great story from this beautiful man that's sitting in front of us, who's a show, marketer, entrepreneur, helping businesses, athletes, and sports professionals become global, globally visible. His name is Konstantinos Sinodinos. He never told me his last name. I had to figure it out. And he can share his journey. So let's get into Constantino's journey. So tell us a little bit about you. Where did you grow up? So hello to everybody uh, joining. You know, I guess if somebody has to ask something, I would be happy to answer anything, you know, after your questions. So my journey was very uh, interesting and, uh, uh, and very you know, different from time to time. So I began with a dream of becoming an athlete. That was, you know, my, my, my aspiration when I was a kid. So I tried with basketball at the beginning. Then I didn't uh, manage to make it very far. I moved to martial arts. I, uh, I was able to go to the national team. I, I won some uh, world championships as an athlete. So I was really good at that. But then I realized I could not live uh, by doing that because, you know, the pay... The payments through martial arts is Mickey Mouse, nothing. So I had to uh, leverage my business studies, my marketing studies, my MBA studies, stuff like that. So I moved to uh, some multinational companies like Procter & Gamble, Diageo, managing uh, some world-class brands like Pantene Prove, uh, Brown, Pringles, you know, Ariam, stuff like that. But then I wasn't happy again. <laughs> so I thought, okay, this is too... Uh, too boring for me. I, I, I took whatever I wanted to take from that journey. I took a lot of experiences, you know, a structured way of uh, thinking, the branding part that, you know, was something that you cannot really uh, being taught in schools and colleges and everything. Uh, but then I felt that, you know, I wanted to do something creative for, for, for me. And uh, then is when I figured out, you know, the idea of creating a platform for athletes. So I wanted to make my passion a business as well. So sports and, you know, helping athletes. And that's why the idea of championship.com came up uh, back in 2015 when I launched it, which was actually, we started as the LinkedIn of sports. That was the aspiration of giving the opportunity to others to be seen because uh, this is their biggest struggle of athletes to be seen and to be identified and, you know, discovered and managed by people that can really take care of them and uh, help them grow, that's where 95% of people throw out, uh, throw away from the process. So I thought, you know, let's create a platform to see how we can help them. This evolved a lot. We won uh, two times the Entrepreneurship Awards here in Greece. We were awarded by the U.S. government in 2016 in Silicon Valley uh, with Tamit It's a, It's a startup and now a company. Uh, and in parallel, I created uh, Simply Digital, which is my marketing agency, because I realized through this process that there is another huge pain that I would definitely want to try to solve, which is, you know, business people like you and me who are really overwhelmed 
by uh, this fear of digital marketing, of uh, growing online, of building a business from nothing. And I thought, okay, this is too overwhelming. Maybe uh, I can help somebody to make it easier. So simply digital came up as an idea. That's pretty much it in a fast forward mode. So I will just let everybody know who is new to me and you've never seen my profile. I say every live interview. So if you want are not able to catch the live right now, you will definitely catch the replay on my page. And especially all these really great nuggets that Constantinos just shared. Meaning like what I hear is you know, he kept trying. He played basketball, then he went to martial arts, and then he went to work with somebody and learned what he did not like. But what he did learn are things that he carried with him, which helped him to become who he is today. He won these awards, but these awards didn't come just because he was like, I'm going to do this. He did it because he found his passion. And I kind of want to get into, like, did you have... You know, a lot of your followers may be from India or other parts of the world where they have parents who are like really forcing them. They're like, why do you want to do this? You should do that. Did you have that pressure from your family? No, no, never. I'm very thankful for my, for my parents and for the freedom that they gave me from, you know, deciding whatever I wanted to be and the support they, uh, they, uh, uh, they showed me, you know, in, in all my years, they were really demanding from me because they knew that I have a good potential, but they never forced me to any direction. I think that maybe I was influenced because, you know, they were both uh, into business. So, uh, no one was an entrepreneur, nobody. So my, my father was a, a banker. My mother was uh, working in a multinational company as well in accounting. So marketing was something that I didn't have as an influence in my family or business or driving, a uh, a company, uh, and also my, 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 my parents are really risk averse. So they are not, you know, into this kind of basic, uh, trade that you need to have as an entrepreneur that, you know, you need to take a risk at some point of time, they love safety. So I'm really wondering how this really, you know, uh, thing came, came to me. I think that maybe it's through, uh, a, a thing that I didn't, uh, said before, which was music when I was five years old. One of the, my greatest talents as a person was music and it was piano, especially. So I was playing the piano really well for my age until I was 16, 17. And I think that this might unlock, uh, you know, a, a part in my brain that helped me, you know, become more creative, um, have a better, you know, uh, way to understand things and view the world in a different way. So I think that, you know, entrepreneurship came, came to me from the influence of music and creativity. Uh, so I'm thankful for that, but I know that many people are not, uh, you know, in this kind of journey of having people supporting them, telling them, you know, this is what you, uh, this is your passion, just taste it. I had also from my parents, some pushback, some point of time when I said, you know what, screw the FMCG world and the corporate life. I'm going bananas. I'm going, you know, towards my dreams. They were like, you know, they were frightened. They were like, are you sure why you're doing that? I mean, you're, you have a very good career path. You're going very far in the corporate world. Are you sure they were really scared about this decision, but they were never like, no, 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 you cannot do it or whatever. So, uh, no matter what they say, just do whatever you want, because you're going to regret it, believe me. And you're going to hate them for that. Absolutely. And that's very bad. Absolutely. I have an 18 year old and I tell her whatever you want to do, but what I will do is I 
Okay. This is the choice you have. I'm going to support you. And I'm going to make sure you give it a shot before you give up. Because that's one thing yeah. we like to do when it gets hard. We want to give up. And, you know, we're going to get into that. And I just wanted to ask, what was your first experience of creating something for someone and getting paid for it? That's amazing. That's, for me, this is a life-changing moment in the life of every entrepreneur. Because you begin from the, uh, from, you know, the, the process of working for others, helping others, making money or having no experience at all. And most of the times, you know, entrepreneurs start from a base of not believing that they are able to do that, to generate income by themselves, to, uh, to make income out of nothing. And when, you know, I, I, I got my first money, my, my first paycheck from a client, it was like, oh my God, this is happening. I can do this. I can, you know, make those 100 euros into 1,000 or I can help more people like I helped this guy. So, you know, it's, it's the first realization and every single step of the, of the journey is exactly like that. So it's a small win. You go from zero to your first paycheck. Then you're going to five figures or your six figures or launching your second business or whatever. And every single time this becomes a fuck for you. This is, you want this. So it's within your DNA, it's part of you. So even if you lost everything, you, you can still go there because this is your mindset now. So for me, that was a life-changing moment to, to, you know, to gain your own payment uh, by yourself. I, I'm just like in awe because everybody talks about it, but nobody ever really asks, like, what does that feeling feel like? And I know for those of you who are still trying to get your first, you know, trying to figure out the whole thing, once you know it and once you get it, you're like, oh my God, I can do it. I'm still there. Every time I get a paycheck from outside of what I do, my nine to five, I get super excited. I'm like, I can do this. We have a question here. Oh, it was somebody saying hello. Hello, guys. Thanks for being here on the Saturday afternoon or morning. Absolutely. And, you know, for those who don't know, this is Constantinos and I am Shree. And we're getting to know more about him. And now we're going to, I'm just going to ask you, like, what about your services? Like, what would what should somebody expect when working with you? And what are the services that you provide? Okay, so Simply Digital is a full stack agency right now. We are focusing mostly into social media growth and performance marketing right now. And performance marketing for me, it's the most exciting part right now. I'm really thrilled. Because what we do is that we evaluate a business. We're not working with everybody. Uh, Despite the beginning that, you know, I was trying to accommodate everybody. Now I'm choosing the people I work with and, you know, we are uh, trying to see who is eligible. So they have to, to have some minimum requirements for that. And we're trying to grow with them. So we are establishing a collaboration that we take them. We create an ROI positive kind of uh, strategy for boosting their business. And we uh, start uh, activating different kinds of strategies that, you know, list them up, create more leads increase their sales and stuff like that. And in parallel with that, we always focus on branding because, you know, no matter how great you are with ads and everything, if you don't establish your brand, if Facebook one day wakes up and say, guys, I'm sorry, I'm doubling the prices. Goodbye. You have to be able to have a brand so you can survive. Okay. So, uh, that's what I'm doing in most of my businesses, with the most, most businesses that we are working with. 
Uh, and, you know, within this context, we do video marketing, we do email marketing, whatever we need to do in order to create a solid um, growth path for a business. Now, you talked about you don't work with everybody. So now my question to you is, like, your customer avatar, like your target audience, like, who are you really focusing on? Like, how did you figure this out? Well, it, it, began, it began as I told you. I was working for anybody. Okay, you want marketing? I'm here for you. I realized that, you know, the people that can really understand the value of marketing are the people who understand, who know what marketing is. So I cannot really, at this point of my career, um, try, I don't want to try to persuade anybody that marketing is science, is something that people need. So this kind of, a client, you know, a client group is something that I don't want to work with because those are people that have very invalid and uh, wrong expectations from marketing. So I'm choosing people who understand what is marketing, why they need branding. So I don't want to uh, spend energy into persuading them that they need me. And after six, six months working with me, they understand that they made the right choice. So. That's how I focus, you know, what is the, you know, the, the group of people that um, I should be working with. Because the people that have the right expectations, you see that they have done different steps from the people that have not uh, understood the value of marketing. Okay, if you are wondering every single week if that, you know, uh, spending of ads was worth it or it was a waste of time and money, I cannot, you know, try to, uh, to force you to understand that. So that's, you know, how I think right now in terms of what kind of business I, I want to work with. Absolutely. And, and those who are trying to figure out, like, there are people on here who are still like Samuel, a diamond mind results. He may be still trying to figure out who is his customer avatar. So like when people come to you, even myself, what are tips that you would give? So that I can understand what I should be looking for and trying to build my customer avatar. Well, the, uh, the, the biggest thing that I see, you know, from people that are entrepreneurs, because, you know, entrepreneurs are really obsessed with things. We, we tend to be obsessed with our business, with what we are doing, etc. So it's really difficult for them to understand that you, one person might have a better understanding an opinion about their business or the problems they, they are trying to solve or the things that they have been doing for the last 10 years. So they're really stubborn in understanding that, you know, I might have the right call in that. So let me do my fucking work. Okay. Sorry for my friends, but I get really passionate about that. <laughs> so people need to understand that, you know, let them do what they know. Okay. Do not interfere in everything. Do, do not, you know, try to be a nosy. Uh, business person, uh, let me do my work and accept the fact that what you think that it's working might not be the case. So be eager to listen. That's for me is really important for people that I'm working with. And that's something that I, I find, you know, all this, all, all the time, even if they see results, they're like, oh, no, no, let me do it my way. Why? I mean, it's just working the way I showed you. Why you want to put inside again? Uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the different things that you were trying before they were not working. So this is the, the, the biggest issue with working with clients. The fact that they want things in their own way, but at the same time for things to work. So you can, you can have either of those two. 
<laughs> I understand that. I have a friend of mine. I just want to reset the line. My name is Shree. This is Constantinos. I see your questions, Forest Leader. We have somebody from Peru saying hi. And this is, I have a friend who's an entrepreneur and she's so funny. Every time I give her an idea, the first thing she says is no. Next thing I know, she's doing it. That comes the thing. This comes where I have learned that mindset. Like, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get yeah. the same results. Exactly. The minute you try something new, guess what? You get a different result and it's probably better. You know how many times that I have done something on my page or I have said something to somebody? And next thing I know, I'm like, wow, I can do this. I really yeah. can. So yeah. one of the questions that Forex Leader had asked is, how did you overcome problems you didn't know how to solve at a time? By doing them. <laughs> By solving them. I mean, you know, when I started, uh, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't um, trained in digital marketing from anybody. I'm self-taught. So I'm a marketeer. This is what I, uh, I studied. I took my MBA. I worked in the Broken Gamble. So I was very good in, you know, the traditional essence of marketing and branding. Okay. What you're being taught in schools 20 years ago, but, uh, I realized that digital marketing. Yeah. So I realized that digital marketing is what I need to follow. I didn't go to school or university. My university, I, I learned that much about digital marketing. So I had to do it myself. So, uh, when I started building my startup, then I, I it was the time that, you know, I began to realize what it is to read about it, uh, to pay a couple of, uh, scam artists before I understand that, you know, things can be done differently. Uh, so you learn through the process. And when I started my agency, I was like, okay, I understand how this works. I know what I have to do. I know where I'm strong. I know where I'm weak, but if I get a client, uh, during, um, during a gig that I can really improve myself, I will get it as a challenge. So I thought, okay, this is an, uh, so for example, I remember we, we did an ad for TV when I was, uh, you know, at, at my first year in my marketing agency. And I was like, I have no clue how to do it, what partners to hire about that, how to make a casting for actors or whatever. You know, I was like, because that, at that point of time, I was the guy who was paying an agency uh, in my previous company to do that. So now the, the, the table was reversed and I, it, and I had to do it myself. So I, I had to do it. I, I learned the process. I understood it. I, I, I found a better way to do it, a simpler way to do it because that was my essence of my business was doing things simply. So I had to speak to my promise and understand how, how it's been done. And now I can do it easily uh, after having done it, you know, for two, three times without even knowing how. So trust your guts. Take a try, not, you know, like going from zero to 100, but even if you believe that you are at two right now, take that jump to 10 without even knowing if you're going to land properly. That's my, that's my, you know, kind of thinking, to be honest. And I agree with you, you know, hey, when I went to college, we didn't have that. We were learning basics because digital marketing wasn't really there. And then the one thing that I do see is that even if you didn't know it, hey, I 
you leaned into what is your strength, which is you know that you can research. You know you can write things out and plan it out. You know how to ask questions. And guys, yeah, those who true. are watching, you know how many times that I have gotten scared? You know how many times I'm scared to ask this gentleman right here to go live with me because I didn't think I was good <laughs> enough? I had to get out of my head and I had to say, you know what? I do know how to ask. I do know how to ask questions. I do know how to research. I know how to create a process. And guess what? Here he is today. Plus, <laughs> plus there's a background story. I actually came to him for help for my website. <laughs> and yeah, I paid his price and I respected it and I declined. Not because I, I didn't, I was like, oh, you know, I can get it cheaper. It was more like in the time I was like, this is my budget. And I have to stay within my budget. And I respected it so much. I wasn't going to sit there and negotiate. I'm like, that's his price. That's his price. That's it. <laughs> no discounts. That's a golden rule in business. Oh, that's your discount. Because then they're going to try to get you somewhere else. And oh, trust, trust me. The greatest issue that I had with clients always were with people that were paying the, the least. Never with people that were paying the most. Never. Always the people that were trying, so you're giving 200 euros and you, the demands are like insane. Yeah. So yeah, that was one of the reasons also that I said, okay, no discounts. This is my price. If you want to work with me, this is it. I know my value. If you do, if you want to go to Fiverr or whatever, be my guest, this is a different kind of story. So, uh, know your worth, no discounts in that. And, uh, and you will realize that people who are willing to pay because they realize the value they, they're going to get going to be the best clients for you. So you win in terms of money, you win in terms of long lasting relationship. That's my uh, opinion in that. Of course. And experience. Of course. We didn't, and guys, we're still friends. Like he didn't discard me and say, oh, she's going to get rid of her. No, we're still friends. And we have Forex Leader with another question. How did you build discipline and consistency when you didn't feel like working? And how much hours do you work per day? Oh, that's a, that's a sad story. Uh, I'm working right now. I'm working. You know, when you're running a business, actually, you're always working unless you're sleeping. So uh, it doesn't end. I mean, I have three different businesses. So. Uh, my phone, whenever I touch my phone, there is business uh, to do either to check an email or check my social media or, you know, check my TikTok now that it's a new a kid in the, in the family or, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm just always doing something, but you know what? I love it. I mean, I cannot complain. It's not something that if I, if I wanted, I could say, okay, seven o'clock, 7 PM every single day, I'm not touching my laptop and my phone again. I could do it in terms of, you know, how my my businesses work right now, but I love it. I mean, I, I take satisfactions out of it, especially now with the COVID, I, I got into the job of working more. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm always active and doing stuff, but, uh, the way to, to stay consistent is by exactly that, what I just said, by loving it, you cannot, you cannot do it. If you don't love it, you cannot, I mean, many people go into entrepreneurship with, uh, you know, with the eyes on the prize only, they go after, you know, the, the freedom, the, the big paycheck, uh, this kind of, you know, image that they believe they're going to have when they put on LinkedIn, you know, CEO or whatever, 
the, the photos on Instagram or the likes on Facebook when they announce it to the people that, you know, I just launched my business. And we all, we have been all through this process. But if you really don't enjoy the process of, you know, waking up every single day, opening, uh, uh, opening your laptop, uh, making your first coffee, um, you know, uh, working on a new idea, uh, seeing your first idea uh, coming into life, seeing your ideas changing people's lives. So if you don't find pleasure in that, you cannot be disciplined. You cannot stay consistent. You are always looking, oh, I didn't, I didn't get my paycheck this month or I didn't get enough followers this month. So it's not working. I will not stay consistent. So for me, staying consistent is only being uh, accomplished if you love the process, if you enjoy what you're doing every single day. So make sure that you know the routine of your, of the, of, you know, the, the, uh, the career path that you are about to choose or you're choosing already, or you aspire, understand the daily routine, how it looks like. Maybe you, you're going to hate it if you know how it looks like. Yes, that's, that's huge. My daughter was asked that question by my cousin. He said, do you know what somebody does? Like she wants to become a physical therapist. And so he said. Do you know what they do day in and day out? Oh, very tough. Very and tough. can you do this for the next 30 years? That's a question. Exactly. She was like, that's huge. Cause we don't think like that, which is like, I just want to go do this. How many of you yes. guys on here who are watching my name is Shree. This is Constantinos. Hello, everybody. How many of you guys work out? How many of you guys? How many of you guys have been working out for years? And how many of you guys understand that as you get older, the way you work out to like maybe even a year ago is not going to be the same one year later. And consistency is being able to say after four years, I still continue to work out. I still continue to keep pushing myself and I still continue I may not see the results. I'm seeing the results because I'm changing that, that process. So if you ask me this question, if I could start a business and do it for the next 30 years, I can't because I always relate to there's one part of my life where I'm consistently doing it. Yeah. I never gave up. Even when I didn't see results, even when I wanted to cry, I did cry. That's what I'm saying. If that makes sense, <laughs> guys. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It's like, you know, people that are starting uh, working out because they want to get a great body or because they want to, to go to the end goal. If you don't enjoy going every single day in the gym, you will never make it. Never. After two months, you're going to not see the results unless you go on steroids or something because you're looking for a shortcut. So you're not going to make it. So you're going to drop it. The same goes with the business. This is the greatest reason why people fail in business is because they stay a small period of time in the game. It's a long game. It's a marathon. So if you don't enjoy every single mile, you're not going to make it. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we have a question, which is from Nikos. I will tell you that question I will ask towards the end because I do have that question written down. And we have here from Rob, have you? Fully harness the power of video and web development, and which technology do you see being game changers for web development with video? 
I don't really understand that question, to be honest. Rob, you might want to get in his DM and ask that question. And I can't say this name. Apostolos? It's not Apostolos, my man. Yeah. It's not bad. Greek fellow. Those goals are a target that makes some people happy. Also, since we don't live like before, we can establish companies that will last for years. So true. That's true. That's true. And I have a question on your talk. One of your videos went viral, 2 point plus million views. Some of us, like me, hey, John, would love to know, like, what was all of this? How? How does somebody like me go viral and, you know, what was, what did, what did you learn from it? Well, uh, actually it didn't go viral just once. It went like five, six times. So I have like one video with 3 million views, one other with 2, two million views, another one with 1.5, another one with 1 million, many. So the growth was like that. So we reached like. Right now we are at 265,000 followers, something like that in two months. So I started, you know, experimenting. I, I started my profile like one year ago, but I didn't post anything because I was like, oh my God, this is, you know, not an environment for me, too many kids. I see a lot of uh, harassment and bullying and hate speech inside. So I was like, if I start talking about marketing in TikTok, everybody is going to be like, who the fuck are you? Uh, you little old guy, go to another playroom or whatever. So, yeah, I was like, maybe it's not for me, you know. But when I started understanding the, the you know, the virality of the platform, how this can really be transformed the way that you decide to transform it. Um, and that right now is the platform with the greatest potential of growth for anything you do. As long as you understand the way it's working. I said, okay, I will give it a try. I will do it for 60 days, every single day, see what's happening. Uh, so it was, I think, late January or early February when I said, okay, I will just try to post things that I was doing on Instagram, but on a different level. So I will take my phone and shoot tips instantly. You know, things like it will make sense in 20 seconds. Very light info, very fun. Uh, nothing at all with the level of, uh, detail that, you know, we go after in the carousels and everything. Uh, and I saw that people were, were loving it. So I started sharing everything I know, you know, platforms I use, tools I love, um, small things for people, how to grow, uh, you know, how to make money easy on easier, actually online, stuff like that. So, you know, by being consistently, by understanding what kind of content was becoming viral, by focusing mostly on, you know, hooking them from the first seconds of the video by creating some kind of signature, uh, things and elements in my videos. So everybody was remembering me pointing out on a, on a wall or my hair, my voice or whatever. So all those things helped me, you know, uh, establish a brand and TikTok went off. I mean, I believe that, you know, we might, uh, go to 1 million within summer TikTok. It's crazy. And we have a lot of traction, a lot of uh, interest, paid partnerships, stuff like that coming from that, which I didn't expect. And now I understand how dumb I was that I didn't do it earlier. No, you weren't dumb. I always, we are prepared in life. We do. Th- true. Every that's true. Time is right. 
that's when that's when it is. Because think about now, everybody. That's true. I need you to understand this. If you had done this one year ago, would you have been prepared to take on what you're getting now? Probably not. Probably not. So you're right in that. Yeah, makes sense. And you're not. And that's why I say, you know, trust the process, love the process. Whatever you do, it makes sense. Even if you choose the wrong profession, it will definitely uh, propel you into something else and adjust your uh, your course towards something else. That's the beauty of a path. Yeah, it's totally different. Yours from mine, from anybody else, it's different. Yeah, it's not better or worse. It's different. That's all that matters. So your day one on TikTok is going to look different from somebody's day one who's been on there for 500 days. Thank yeah. you, business. So we're not down. And Constantinos, I am a little bit older than you. Trust me. So if you're old, then I'm ancient. <laughs> but just so you know, like everybody wants to go viral, which is where you have to be prepared for what's come. You have to have That's true. Processes ready because the minute it happens, and we've all seen it. Somebody takes their information, steals it, and next thing you know, the other person. Like I, I, I've heard so many times somebody did something, and then the person who was associated with it because they didn't have their website connected, they didn't have the right personnel in place. They were getting somebody else was stealing the business. How would you feel if that happened to you? Well, believe me, I have experienced stealing things from me. I mean, especially in TikTok right now, I have hundreds of, you know, people copying exactly my videos, exactly. So it's really frustrating, but you know, you realize that this is something that happens. I mean, when you get viral or you see that people see that something works very well, they will copy it. Uh, even my first business, the startup that I told you, it got copied within a year. I cannot. Um, imagine, I cannot explain you how, you know, frustrated I was because I knew that I did something very innovative, something that, you know, there wasn't before. So I saw somebody doing the exactly, exactly the same thing. And I know that she copied me, but you cannot do anything. So I realized after some years that this is the price of, you know, doing things that are successful or are able to be successful because people see them, they see the value and they try to copy them. But. The only thing that they can never copy is you. Mm. So your unique value, the way that you do things, the, uh, your creativity, which is far ahead of them because they copied you. So your creativity, your creativity is advanced versus them. So don't see them as competitors. See them like something that, you know, is part of, uh, of the process of becoming great in something. And, you know, just take it as a compliment. That's what I'm trying to, to, to do right now. To, to see it like that as a compliment. And all of our viewers who are on the copyright, Yvonne, Josh, John, all everybody saying it, like that's, you know, imitation is a form of compliment, flattery. True. And I, I. It's not very nice to see it, but it's a compliment. Yeah. Now, I would love how there's somebody out there copying my waka 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 or like, <laughs> who's out there doing it? Let me know. <laughs> Let me know, because I, I haven't seen anybody doing it, but hey, this is what I do. Uh, yeah, maybe after this live here, uh, maybe it happened. Maybe. <laughs> I'll be so, I'll, what the hell, 
Why don't you share my daughter? <laughs> I haven't got this enough. <laughs> um, so if you guys don't know, Quesadinos has a YouTube channel. Now you have to have, if you don't speak the language, you have to sometimes use Google Translate and Google Translate is a little bit late when it comes to the messaging. But what are the topics that you share and when did you start the page? Oh yeah, YouTube. Actually, YouTube was the wisest decision I ever did uh, back in uh, when I started my agency, Simply Digital. It was like 2018, I think. 2000, I think 2018. So I launched uh, my digital marketing agency. I was like, okay, how can really differentiate now in Greece? Because you know the digital marketing agencies were popping up like mushrooms. Every, you know, 18 years old, 17 years old, uh, 22 years old, they were, you know, calling themselves experts in marketing gurus and whatever. And I was like, I was really pissed off. And I was like, no, this will not happen. I mean, I will not let those guys, uh, you know, pretend to be experts or whatever. So I need to differentiate. And I was, you know, everybody was hiding behind, you know, an anonymous page, some logos, some blog posts or whatever. So I was like, okay, if I have trust in myself and believe that, you know, I can really educate people or I have some knowledge that I can share, I need to go on video. So uh, that's how I was getting info in order to, to get trained on digital marketing by following channels like Neil Patel, you know, stuff like that. So uh, I said, okay, since I don't see anybody doing that consistently in Greece, I will try to create my own videos. And until today, my YouTube is my number one lead generation channel, Greece. So all my clients come from that. We have the biggest marketing channel in Greece. Now we are moving also into English content in a new YouTube channel because, you know, I will be there as well. Yeah. Inevitably. I don't know what I will have time to do in a, in a six month period, but I will try my best. I know that YouTube, you know, it's, is the greatest platform to be in because it's evergreen. Uh, people spend the most time watching anything on YouTube right now. It's, it's a modern television. So if you establish your, yourself there, there's nothing better. It's, it's all organic. It's evergreen. Uh, it can be totally passive for you if you uh, get a lot of subscribers. So it's a place to be. And I will be there. Don't worry. Just <laughs> all this content that I have is not going to go to waste. I know what I haven't planned for, but that's it. There is one platform we hear a lot about. And it's considered the blue ocean. If you guys don't know the red ocean, blue ocean, red ocean means that it's bloody. It's got, if you repeat, Instagram would be considered a red ocean. And blue ocean is it's still new. And so that it blue ocean is LinkedIn. And how are you leveraging this platform? And what do you find interesting about it? Well, LinkedIn actually was my... Uh... I have a lot of, I have many people there, especially people that I know. So investors, uh, people from my previous companies, Procter & Gamble, Diageo, international people, entrepreneurs. So it's a very solid audience of six, 7,000 people, I think, right now. I haven't leveraged it in the content creation aspect that I'm really focused uh, on right now. Like I do on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, on my blog, in TikTok, etc. But it helped me tremendously to create, con to make connections, especially when I try to find investments for my startup. So 
I was like, uh, you know, cold messaging people, make connections. And it was really easy because LinkedIn is all about that. So connecting people, networking professionally with people. So I made amazing connections through LinkedIn and uh, built great relationships through LinkedIn. And that's for me is the greatest value. Don't try, I would say to people, don't try to treat LinkedIn as a social platform. That's my personal take. Treat it as a way to speak with anybody on this planet that can really change your lives with one message. So that's, that's what I uh, make a short list, understand what kind of people you're looking for, make a solid connection, try to establish a win-win relationship. Don't be like, you know, Hey, here, uh, my, my friend, this is my book. Uh, take it. No, doesn't have to be like that. It has to be genuine. It has to be a meaningful connection. It has to be understanding who the other person is and talking to them because you know that you can help them and he can help you and treat people like that. Like you're in a big event and at a working event, you're trying to make meaningful connections. That's LinkedIn for me, not a session, not the social media. Although they are trying to be one right now with stories and everything and you know how it works. And I guess it, I'll be honest, me personally, I have my, my boss, my co-workers, and I am becoming more comfortable telling them about what are the things that I'm working on. And I'm just sh showing my journey. It is somewhat like a little bit of a social, but I am building my, I'm building my following because I have a goal in mind and I'm not afraid. I. This has been me from day one when I've been on LinkedIn way back in the day. I always connected with the CEO. I, taught, I found out the decision maker. I didn't care if I had, if I was like, I just this small little, not small, financial analyst <laughs> for an oil and gas company. Oh. I don't care because one day that's that connection is going to open doors for me. Maybe they like something about me. So I'm just building my story. So in my aspect, I'm just using it as a way to open doors. I'm just putting myself out there. You never know what's going to come. Now we have a question that came in. Let's see here. Okay. You're the best. You are the best. Oh my man. You are the best also. <laughs> From, can you see, what is your grand vision for the future of your business? Okay. Uh, so I have, my main focus is, you know, I have two different focuses right now with my business. The first one is uh, Champions ID. So through this platform, we really want to change the lives of uh, athletes, the way that uh, sports are being managed right now. That's our aspiration uh, to change, you know, how people are being uh, managed from agents or to help them grow as athletes or get better management through their career or being discovered from people that they need to discover. So this is the main goal for Chinese ID. And in 10 years from now, I would love to have helped millions of athletes. That's the aspiration. It's not, you know, make money out of it. It's mostly doing that part. And uh, for Simu Digital is again, the same thing for entrepreneurs. So being able to inspire people, this is something that probably gives me more pleasure right now than getting big clients and uh, seeing results for them. So for me, it's much more, uh, you know, it, it fills my soul much more 
when I, when I get a message from a 22 year old in my inbox and said, you know, Kostadinos, I saw your videos, man, I'm fired up right now. I want to go out and eat the world because you inspired me. That for me is the greatest paycheck. So if I'm be, if I'm able to do that more and more in the coming years, that will be, uh, my state of happiness, to be honest. So those are my, this is my vision for the future. You inspired me all the time. So don't forget. Oh, that. thank you so much. Video. So you, <laughs> so the replay, just replay that you inspired me all the time. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're very I'm honored. Welcome. Very welcome. What are your other businesses? Are they integrated with one another? No, they're not. They're not at all. So Simply Digital is a marketing agency. Sandwich ID is a startup. It's a platform for athletes. Uh, and now we're launching the third one, which is a startup for rental cars. So we are listing, it's a marketplace actually for people who are renting cars and people who want to rent cars. Uh, we're launching it in Greece this summer. The platform is ready. So uh, we're going to see what happens with that as well. I loved it as an idea. And I said, okay, let's do it. I find that you're very versatile. You're not just putting all your eggs into one industry. You're like yeah. diversifying. And just a question, are you somebody who's into stocks or invent, investment no. properties and no. all of that? No, no, it's not my thing. Properties is something that I will do uh, probably, uh, you know, within the next two years or three, I will, you know, make some smart moves there. But investment in stocks and everything is not my thing because I really, I'm better in investing in things that I know and I, and I can control. I'm not into, you know, stock market. I understand, you know, how the stock market works and that, you know, if I, if I had, you know, 100K right now to put, I would put it, you know, in the biggest companies of this world. So Google, Microsoft, Facebook, Tesla, SpaceX, you can't lose with them. Amazon. You cannot, you cannot lose with them. Okay. It, it might be volatile, but at the end of 20 years, your overall value will be up. Not 100%, but it's not my thing. So I know that if I invest my time and my money in the things that I know that they work and I can control, this is the biggest investment for me. It's, it's something that I will definitely uh, see a return easier because I can control it. And that's fair. That's very fair because you got to know, you got to be comfortable with what you're doing. Yeah, stock, you know, the, the investment part and everything is very popular, especially from people that are looking for shortcuts. Mm -hmm. So they believe that, you know, this can really change their lives. They can really, they can really become rich, you know, out of a rumor of a great uh, paper or whatever, or cryptocurrency now that it's huge. And people, especially in the cryptocurrency environment, they have zero uh, indications and zero understanding of the market because, you know, the, 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 the traditional stock market is based on values of companies. Mm -hmm. You know, the revenues, you know, their historical data, you have seen other companies doing it, are doing it. So it's easy if you understand how stock market works. Okay, I'm investing in big companies like that, but in cryptocurrency right now, who, who can really predict the future and say, okay, Bitcoin is legit. And it's going to be the same for the next 50 years. How can you predict it? What kind of things you can read? You cannot. So it's not for me. I understand. I think by nine, he says, oh, investing, trading, death, not a shortcut. Shortcut mentality is a great way to blow up your account. And that is true. I do invest 
but I do fractional stocks and I'm from the long haul. And I, and my daughter laughs at me. She's like, you only invest this much. I'm like, but guess where I'm at? (laughs) (laughs) When you're not doing anything marketing related or building a new company with renting cars, what do you like to do? Yeah, I I love action. I love action. Stock, stock trading and everything is not action for me. It's gambling. I can go to casino and do the same, you know, waiting for the little thing to stop uh, in in 13 black or whatever. It's not for me. I love action that, that I can play. It's like, you know, it's like watching a sport game or playing the sport game. What do you choose? I prefer to play. Never <laughs> mind. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Well, for you, what do you like to do for fun? Besides, when you're marketing related, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, I love sea. So I'm spending a lot of time uh, during, uh, you know, uh, in the sea or uh, beyond the sea or by the sea or whatever. So I'm surfing, I'm canoeing, I'm uh, swimming, I work out by the sea. I'm an athlete, so I've been an athlete. So, you know, working out and doing activities is in my genes. So uh, I try to do something at least four or five uh, times a week, you know, in terms of activity, either working out in the house or going outside or uh, trekking or whatever. Uh, And other than that, you know, I'm trying to travel as much as I can when COVID is not in our lives. This is not a thing. I want to come to Greece so I can rent your car, drive around, and come back. Yeah, yeah. That's. I know that many people want to be here right now because the weather is starting to become great. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully, we can all uh, leave this thing behind us in a few months or something. I don't know. Me hopefully. too. I just, I mean, I, I'm so glad that we have met through video. We're doing this live, but I would love to actually shake her hand in person. And one day that's happening. Now, I Why not? the question that I'm about to ask is, you know, we actually had it come up and it is those who are thinking of starting a digital marketing company or becoming an entrepreneur, what are a few things you wish you knew before you started? Okay. So those are, those are two different things. Okay. Uh, the first one regarding digital marketing is what I'm telling to every single person that starts is understand everything, but focus on something. So don't try to do everything at the beginning when you are average in everything. Try to be great at something or above average in one single thing. And one single thing that you really enjoy, because for example, me, I don't like SEO. I don't enjoy it. I don't like email marketing. I'm really bored to that. I love performance marketing. I love coaching. I love uh, social media. I love branding. So. This is where I focused at the beginning. And I started becoming really good at that, understanding how it works, doing, uh, working, you know, the talk, not like being, okay, I'm going to grow your Instagram and my Instagram has like 300 uh, followers. How I can, how I can sell you that thing if I haven't done it. Okay. Or you cannot really sell SEO if your website is not in the first page of Google. Why you're not in the first page of Google and you're selling SEO? Or if your video sucks and you're doing video marketing, you cannot send it. You're going to be a clown. So make sure that you are good at something. And when you choose, actually go around through everything. So understand email marketing, do some social, do some paid ads, whatever. Understand what you're more familiar with, what you enjoy, where you can spend more hours, more hours in and focus there. Go all in. And when you become great in that, trust me, people going to 
uh, tissue for that because there are not many great people in a very specific thing. For entrepreneurs, what I um, what I would say that you know I would I wish I knew earlier was to uh, to focus on giving value uh, from from the get go. So. I was really afraid of, you know, exposing my secrets on sharing my knowledge or, you know, I was seeing everybody as a competition. I was blocking other agencies because they want to see my posts in social media. So I had this kind of scarcity mindset, but I realized that, you know, when you're starting uh, sharing your knowledge, giving value to people, proving your authority, it's a, it's a triple win. You get leads, you improve because you're trying to teach something and this is a great learning curve. And also, uh, people love you. So you create, uh, you establish connections, you establish trust, and this is always a win. And you make others, other people better. So this is the equation that I would change faster if I started right now. Hey, and guess what? All those who are here from start to now, we love you. All that you shared, like, I have to go back and watch this live. So I <laughs> and if, for those who don't know me, and you're trying to figure out why honest, because I take notes. I'm like up to eight pages. Oh my God. You're a star. You're a star. I I I and and sometimes when I hear the replay, you can hear me typing and I'm always trying to type very soft, but it's fine. <laughs> so what do you do the transcript? So what I that? do with it is I helps me write my code. I'm still getting better with my caption. I get the gem. And long-term wise, I use it, like you said, evergreen content. There's things that I learn from it. There's always a plan for the future for it. But right now, right now, in this moment, it helps me with just getting the caption. And my goal for every entrepreneur I bring on is to highlight why you should watch this live, why you yeah. connect with this entrepreneur. And when you come to the page, it's building a community. You're not alone. This journey of being an entrepreneur is lonely. And we all face something. Oh, yeah. We all have anxiety. We all have failures that we face. We all have that small talk. We all have these things. But when you come to this platform, you realize you're not alone. You can reach out to somebody. You can talk to them. You can ask them questions. It's a warm lead. Going from, I saw you on Shree's live. Right there. That's yeah, true. True. You know, that's all it takes because every, you know, somebody knows me, somebody knows you. That's all it is. So my very last question for you is, and it's the hardest one of all. How does one connect with you? Uh, by DMing me or sending me an email or whatever. I mean, you know, I have a link on my bio. Everything is in there, my LinkedIn, my TikTok, my Instagram, my website, my consulting page, everything. So I'm everywhere. So everybody, it's easy to find me. Uh, you can just drop me a casual DM. I will, uh, I'm answering to every single person. Even somebody yesterday who, who, who asked me if I believe in reincarnation and how he can uh, heal trauma. I was like, my man, you have mis misread my bio probably. I'm not this guy that I'm looking for. But I answer to them because, you know, I answer to everybody. So if you want to drop me a message, just do it. I will definitely uh, respond to anybody. I remember the first time, I don't know how I found your page. This was last year around this yeah. time. 
and you were just the nicest person to me. And then you asked me a question and you said, hey, can you comment on my post? And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to give. And he, he thought it was great. And so I was just. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember why I did it because I, I, I normally don't do it. So I don't ask people to comment on my page because I, I had a game on that was, you know, we were asking, we were asking people what they would do if. So I was, uh, I selected some people they know that we had established the first connection. I was like, can you please uh, comment on that? And uh, this is really great. I mean, this is what I tell to people that are coming to me for Instagram growth or whatever. Fuck Instagram growth. I mean, just do 10 real connections every single day. Imagine where you're going to be at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. You're going to have 3,000 people that you have personally spoken to and you know who they are, how you're going to collaborate with, what they do. They're going to support you. You're going to support them. That's all you're going to care about. 10 meaningful connections per day. Screw followers. Nobody cares. Hey, that can be used on any platform. Truthful. Anywhere. Any yeah. platform. 10 people every day. Any platform. You don't even have to do Instagram. Just pick one platform. Just make the connection. You never know whether you're on Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, exactly. Twitter. Just do that. And there's a question. Pinterest, whatever. Stress. There's a question that came in. I'm actually going to be ending the live in about a minute, so I don't want to be rude, but I'm going to ask you to DM Constantinos. I want you to connect with them one-on-one and ask your questions in it. If you, if you have time, I can, I can take questions if we have more. So no problem with me. Okay. It's up to you. It's here. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we have, um, you should pitch. Dave Meltzer. Yeah, I've talked, I, I've talked to Dave. We've, we have connected in the past. He has a company like Sports One or Sports something. Uh, we have connected in the past. I have talked with his team. So, yeah, uh, I've been there like two years ago. And this was through LinkedIn, actually. That was what I was uh, saying before. That we, uh, I went to him and I was like, my man, this is who I am. I'm having this startup. Uh, I see that you have this company. I believe that we have synergies. Can we uh, establish a call or something? And he, uh, and he did it. So not, not anybody will uh, answer you. But uh, if two people out of 10 will answer you, you can change your life, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, by the way, I interviewed his, his um, mentor, their best friend, Jeff Fenster, creator of Everbowl. So small world. Really? Yes. Wow. Really? I have not seen but I will one day. He's amazing. He's amazing. He, he has a very, he's a great guy. Eva, Eva is here. We have a star in the room. Hello there. <laughs> Hello, Ava. Nice to see you as well. But thank you for all that joined us today. All these tips, all this live will be on my page. You can come and get it. And I know Constantinos is going to take it because I want him to cut it up, put it on TikTok, whatever he's going to do. And for the I will use it for sure. Who are looking, if you're not following him, just go up at the top and follow him. Okay. We'd love for you guys to read my story. It's right here. Uh, just you copy. You would love one. Just DM me, and we have one question before I end it, and that's what hashtags we use for the beginning. The beginning of what of the world? Well, that's depends. Good. What I say about hashtags is uh, is that overall they're overrated. So don't read too much in them. Okay, there's a, this kind of obsession with hashtags. Like people believe that you know if you use the right. A uh, group of hashtags this week, you know, explode your page. No, forget it. It's not going to explode your page. It's like supplements in, uh, 
in your effort to be, uh, to become, to have a better body. Okay. It's like the 5% that you're looking for. 95% is your working out and your, and your nutrition, like it's your engagement and your content. And hashtags, it's a complete, you know, it's something small that comes to complement everything. So if you, if there are hundreds of tools like, you know, hashtagstack.com out there. So you can put in your industry and understand the volume of search of every single hashtag, choose uh, two, three different groups in terms of, you know, the, the, the nature of the post and stick to them and also see what other things are working. You know, it's, it's a bit of qualitative and quantitative thing to, to understand, you know, what kind of hashtags uh, perform with what posts, because there are some hashtags that work great with carousels, others that work great for single posts or for image only, no design on the photo. So make a research and understand what works for you and stick to them. No need to uh, make it, you know, too complicated. Absolutely. I, I, I know hashtags help me. The lives help me. Talking to people have helped me. I mean, I'm just like, whatever. I just yeah. know that I have connected with people. And that's really important because 10 years from now, I still am going to be friends with you. So that's what I. Exactly. That's for mothers. That's one mother's. We have the question, how did you guys get so beautiful? Yes, Constantinos, how did you get beautiful? <laughs> what did you do? I don't know. I'll ask, I'll ask my parents. It's a matter of genes. I just drink water and that's it. Water helps. Water helps. Do it more. <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you. I had lots of fun. Lots of fun. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. If you found it very helpful, share it with a friend. Share it in your social media. Until the next time.